Welcome back to DC Debrief. Today, we'll be taking a deep dive into the fascinating and complex world of aviation. From its rich history, which spans over 2,000 years, to the groundbreaking achievements of pioneering aviators such as Amelia Earhart, aviation has played a significant role in shaping our world. We'll also be exploring some of the conspiracy theories surrounding aviation, the tragedies that have befallen the industry with fatal crashes, and a review of the blockbuster movie Top Gun Maverick. Listen in as we also cover the future of aviation, including the potential of space exploration. So sit back, keep your seatbelt fastened, and enjoy the episode. The history of aviation can be traced back over 2,000 years ago. The ancient Greeks were the first to study the principles of flight, with the architects of Tarentum creating a wooden bird that could fly using steam power, steam power in the 4th century BCE. Leonardo da Vinci made many drawings and designs of flying machines in the 15th century, but none of them were ever built. Many of these drawings are exhibited in the Smithsonian's National Air and Space Museum. In the 18th century, the Montgolfier brothers launched the first hot air balloon in 1783, paving the way for manned flight. In 1799, Sir George Cayley published a treatise on the principles of flight, which included the concept of an aerodynamic lifting surface, a wing. Sir George Cayley's coachman became the first person to fly a glider that Cayley had designed in 1853, and Otto Lindthal became the first person to make repeated successful gliders in 1891. The Wright brothers, Orville and Wilbur, achieved the first sustained controlled flight of a powered aircraft in Kitty Hawk, North Carolina, in 1903, which we will cover shortly. The first commercial flight took off in 1914, carrying one passenger and mail between St. Petersburg and Tampa, Florida. Airplanes were extensively used for reconnaissance and combat purposes during World War I. Charles Lindbergh became the first person to fly solo across the Atlantic Ocean from New York to Paris in 1927. The first commercial passenger airlines were established in the 1930s, including American Airlines and United Airlines. During World War II, aeroplanes were used for recon and combat purposes, and military aircraft became faster, more maneuverable, and more powerful. Chuck Yeager broke the sound barrier in 1947, flying the Bell X-1 rocket plane. In the 1960s, aeroplanes became larger and faster, and commercial airlines began using jet engines. The first Concorde supersonic passenger jet was flown in 1969. In the 21st century, aeroplanes continued to evolve, with advances in technology leading to increased safety, efficiency, and comfort for passengers. The development of drones and unmanned aerial vehicles, also known as UAVs, has also opened up new possibilities for aviation. This film, made in 1903, recalls the first flight of this primitive biplane making aviation history. As the two brothers prepare to attempt the first catapulted takeoff, man's age-old dream of flight becomes a reality. The Wright brothers, Orville and Wilbur, are widely regarded as the pioneers of modern aviation. They were the first to design, build, and fly an aeroplane in 1903, which marked a significant milestone in the history of human flight. Their innovation and determination have inspired generations of aviators and engineers to push the boundaries of what is possible. 
The Wright brothers' fascination with flight began when they were children after they received a toy helicopter from their father. They soon became fascinated with the idea of human flight and began studying the flight of birds and experimenting with kites and gliders. They spent countless hours designing and building their own models and testing them in the fields near their homes, many of which are in the Museum of DC. Their passion for aviation only grew stronger as they got older and they began to work on more ambitious projects. They decided to build a flying machine that could carry a human pilot and started experimenting with gliders. Their first glider was built in, 19, in 1899 and tested in Kitty Hawk, North Carolina. This initial attempt was a failure, but the brothers learned from their mistakes and continued to refine their designs. In 1903, the brothers achieved their goal of powered flight when they successfully flew their right flyer for the first time. The flight lasted just 12 seconds and covered a distance of 120 feet, but it was enough to change the course of history. The Wright brothers continued to develop their aeroplanes and made several more successful flights in the following years, including a flight that lasted for over an hour in 1908. The Wright brothers' achievement was not only a testament to their ingenuity, but also a reflection of their determination and perseverance. Their contributions to aviation are immeasurable and their work paved the way for future aviators and laid the foundation for the aviation industry we know today. Amelia Mary Earhart was born in Atchison, Kansas on July 24, 1897. During World War I, she served as a Red Cross nurse aide in Toronto, Canada, where she began to spend time watching pilots in the Royal Flying Corps train at a local airfield. After the war, she returned to the United States and enrolled at Columbia University in New York as a pre-med student. Earhart took her first aeroplane ride in California in December of 1920 with famed World War I pilot Frank Hawkes and was forever hooked. Earhart set a number of aviation records in her short career. Her first record came in 1922 when she became the first woman to fly solo above 14,000 feet. In 1932, Earhart became the first woman and second person after Charles Lindbergh to fly solo across the Atlantic Ocean. She left Newfoundland, Canada on May 20th in a red Lockheed Vega 5B and arrived a day later, landing in a cow field near Londonderry, Northern Ireland. Upon returning to the United States, Congress awarded her the Distinguished Flying Cross, the first woman to receive the honor for her heroism or extraordinary achievement while participating in an aerial flight. Later that year, Earhart made the first solo non-stop flight across the United States by a woman. She also became the first person to fly solo from Hawaii to the United States mainland in 1935. Amelia Earhart was an important American aviator who set many flying records and championed the advancement of women in aviation. She became the first woman to fly solo across the Atlantic Ocean and the first person to ever fly solo from Hawaii to the U.S. mainland. During a flight to circumnavigate the globe, Earhart disappeared somewhere over the Pacific in July 1937. Her plane wreckage was never found, and she was officially declared lost at sea. Her disappearance remains one of the greatest unsolved mysteries of the 20th century. There are several theories about what happened to Amelia Earhart. According to the crash and sink theory, Earhart's plane ran out of gas while she searched for Howland Island, and she crashed into the open ocean somewhere in the vicinity of the island. The International Group for Historic Aircraft Recovery 
postulates that Earhart and her navigator, Fred Noonan, veered off course from Howland Island and landed instead in some 350 miles to the southwest on Gardner Island in the Republic of Kiribati. The island was uninhabited at the time. Other questionable theories include that Earhart and Noonan were captured and executed by the Japanese, or they served as spies for the Roosevelt administration and assumed new identities upon returning to the United States. Let's move on to Abbas ibn Firnas, a famous polymath from the Islamic Golden Age who made significant contributions to aviation. So let's begin with a brief introduction. He was born in the city of Isenran Onda in what is now modern-day Spain in the 9th century. He was a scholar, inventor, and engineer who made remarkable contributions to various fields, including optics, music, poetry, and engineering. One of the most significant achievements of Abbas ibn Firnas was his contribution to aviation. He was interested in the idea of human flight and believed that it was possible for humans to fly, just like birds. In the year 875, he designed and constructed a device that he called the flying machine. The device was made of silk and eagle feathers and was designed to be worn like a cloak. Abbas ibn Firnas would wear the device and jump from a high place, flapping his arms like a bird. According to some reports, he managed to stay in the air for a few moments before landing safely on the ground. The success of this experiment encouraged Abbas ibn Firnas to further refine his design. He later built a more elaborate flying machine, which he tested in front of a large audience in the city of Corboda. This time, the device had wooden struts to help support the structure and was fitted with a tail to help stabilize it. Abbas ibn Firnas again wore the device and jumped from a tower. This time, he managed to stay in the air for several minutes before landing safely. Although he did not achieve sustained flight, his achievement was significant as it demonstrated that human flight was possible. In addition to his flying machine, he also made significant con contributions to the field of aeronautics. He designed and constructed various devices such as water clocks, astrolabes, and other navigational instruments, which helped improve the accuracy of flight. Abbas ibn Firnas's contributions to aviation were not only significant, but also inspirational. His work served as a foundation for future inventors and engineers who built upon his ideas to create the airplanes and helicopters that we use today. On March 8, 2014, a Boeing 777-200ER operated by Malaysia Airlines with flight number MH370 took off from Kuala Lumpur and headed towards Beijing, climbing to its cruising altitude of 35,000 feet. At 1.08 a.m., the flight crossed the Malaysian coastline and flew over the South China Sea towards Vietnam. At 1.19 a.m., while the plane was nearing a waypoint in Vietnamese air traffic jurisdiction, the controller at Kuala Lumpur Center radioed the pilots to contact Ho Chi Minh Air Traffic Control. The pilots acknowledged the message, but it was the last time anyone heard from them. Five seconds after the plane crossed into Vietnamese airspace, its transponder symbol disappeared from Malaysian air traffic control screens, and 37 seconds later, the entire airplane vanished from secondary radar at 1.21 a.m., 39 minutes after takeoff.
Although the airplane was not seen on neither air traffic control screens, military radar continued to track it until 1.35 a.m. Additionally, Sultan Ismail's airport's radar detected the flight four times between 1.30 a.m. and 1.52 a.m. The last known location of the aircraft was 438 kilometers northwest of Penang Airport, flying at an altitude of 29,500 feet. At 8.19 a.m., the last handshake was made by the aircraft, which is the initial interaction between two computers used for transmitting messages between ATC and the cockpit. After this, it I is... I don't think it's recording. Bruh. No way. It's okay, small. just keep it on is. going, just keep on going, just keep on going. It is. After this, it is presumed that the aircraft rather... After this, it is presumed that the aircraft ran out of fuel and crashed into the southern Indian Ocean. Despite more than 120,000 square kilometers of seabed being searched, no evidence has been found. A few pieces have been found ashore in Madagascar, but they were not enough to determine what happened to MH370. On January 15, 2009, U.S. Airways Flight 1549, piloted by Captain Chelsea Sullenberger, more commonly known as Sully, took off from LaGuardia Airport in New York City to Charlotte, North Carolina. However, just minutes into the flight, the plane collided with a flock of Canadian geese, which caused both engines to fail. Sully and his co-pilot, Jeffrey Skiles, immediately realized the seriousness of the situation. With no power left in the engines, they had to make a quick decision. They couldn't make it back to the airport, and they couldn't land on any nearby runways. They had to find a way to land the plane safely with no engines. Sully quickly assessed their options and decided to land the plane on Hudson River. He knew that this was an extremely risky move, but it was the only option left. He had just a few seconds to make his decision, and he had to get it right. Sully expertly maneuvered the plane, ensuring that it stayed afloat on the water and avoiding any collision with other boats in the river. The passengers and crew members were able to evacuate the plane onto the wings, and they were rescued by nearby boats. Thanks to Sully's quick thinking and skillful pirating, all 155 passengers and crew members survived the incident. It was an incredible feat, and it was due entirely to Sully's expertise and bravery. In the aftermath of the landing, Sully was hailed as a hero. He demonstrated unparalleled skill and courage, and his actions undoubtedly saved the lives of everybody on board. He received numerous awards and honours, including the Master's Medal from the Guild of Air Pilots and Air Navigators, and the Legion of Honour from the French government. In conclusion, Sully's incredible landing on the Hudson River was a testament to the importance of experience, expertise, and quick thinking in high-stress situations. He remained a hero to this day, and his actions on this, that day will never be forgotten. Over 30 years after Tom Cruise dazzled audiences as a titular Pete Mitchell in the hit 1980 action flick, Top Gun, the American movie star would return to the role in 2022's Top Gun Maverick. Musty and I are here to discuss our thoughts on the return of Maverick. Musty, what do you have to say about Top Gun Maverick? Personally, I think that this movie was boring, to say the least. It lacked creativity and was dull and uninspired, much like its 1986 predecessor. Tom Cruise seemingly phones it in for a cheap cash grab, and the film overly relies on fan service moments to create any form of excitement. 
Top Gun was not good the first time, and it was even worse the second. I would have to disagree with you on this matter, Misty. While there are frequent references to the previous film, which would come off as pandering to the fans of the first movie, I think that these moments are beautiful, little Easter eggs for die-hard audiences. And even without these moments, the movie still progresses the Top Gun story and introduces us to new, fun, and zany characters such as Miles Teller's Rooster and Glenn Powell's Hangman. Moreover, I think Tom Cruise still has charm and fun in his role and felt invested in his character. While some of those points do make sense, I think that the film has major pacing issues as it is largely devoid of any action and the final conflict feels too quickly resolved. I agree, but these don't take away from the excellent cinematography, acting, direction and sound design. Overall, I would have to give Top Gun Maverick an 8.6 out of 10. That score is way too generous, and the movie, in my opinion, just is not that good. I'm giving it a 5.4 out of 10. Boeing 737 MAX passenger airliner experienced two unfortunate crashes that resulted in 346 casualties, leading to its worldwide grounding between March 2019 and December 2020. The two flights involved were Lion Air Flight 610 on October 29, 2018, and Ethiopian Airlines Flight 302 on March 10, 2019. During early investigations of the Lion Air crash, severe flight control problems and instrument failures were discovered, which were linked to the Maneuvering Characteristics Augmentation System, MCAS, of the 737 MAX series. The passengers and crew on the previous flight of the aircraft had experienced similar issues. The aircraft maintenance record indicated that the angle of the attack, AOA, the sensor was replaced just before the accident flight. The report concluded that the how do you say that? Erroneous. Okay. The report concluded that the erroneous AOA data and automatic nose-down trim commanded by the MCAS caused the crash. Similarly, in the initial investigations of the Ethiopian Airlines incident, accident. Okay, can we go in? Similarly, in the initial investigations of the Ethiopian Airlines accident, it was discovered that the pilot struggled to control the airplane in a similar manner to the Lion Air crash. On March 13, 2019, the Federal Aviation Administration, also known as FAA, announced that the evidence from the crash site and satellite data suggested that Flight 302 suffered the same problem as Lion Air Flight 610. This further implicated MCAS, MCAS as the... Mm, say that whole sentence again. This further implicated... Uh, this further implicated... MCAS as the contributing factor to the 737 MAX crashes. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Space exploration represents one of humanity's most ambitious and awe-inspiring endeavors, and its importance cannot be overstated. For centuries, people have wondered what lies beyond our planet's atmosphere, questioned if life beyond Earth exists, and more recently, asked if society can create livable habitats on other planets. The exploration of space has allowed us to answer some of these questions and paved the way for incredible techno technological advancements. 
One of the most significant benefits of space exploration is the knowledge gained about the universe that simply could not be achieved by reading a textbook or making hypotheses. Studying celestial bodies and phenomena, the formation of planets and stars, the order of the solar systems, the nature of black holes, the concept of dark matter and the potential for life on other planets are the foundations of understanding life as we know it. This knowledge expands our understanding of the universe and our place within it, and it can also inform future space missions and scientific discoveries. Space exploration has paved the way for technological advancement and has vital practical uses in our daily lives, such as GPS systems, satellite communications, and remote sensing technologies were first developed for space missions. Imagine living in a world without Google Maps. What about the potential for space exploration? It has the capacity to advance human civilization in record speed. As we continue to explore and, in and inhabit space, we may find unknown resources, develop exciting technology, and even establish permanent settlements on other planets. This could lead to a new era of human exploration and discovery, as well as provide a safety net for humanity in case global warming takes over, making an Earth inhabitable. In the future, it is expected that there will be a wide range of exciting developments in various fields. One of the most significant developments will be a human exploration of Mars, which is the clo closest planet to Earth and has signs of life. Many countries have already announced their plans to send humans to Mars in the coming decades, with the ultimate goal of establishing a permanent human presence on the Red Planet. Another exciting development will be space tourism, which has been a concept since 2001 when Dennis Tito became the world's first fee-paying space tourist by visiting the International space, space Station for seven days. With advancing technology, space tourism is expected to rise exponentially as private companies like Virgin Galactic and Blue Origin continue to develop space planes and spacecraft that can take paying passengers to the edge of space. Lastly, asteroid mining is also expected to be a significant industry in the future, as several companies are currently exploring the feasibility of mining asteroids for precious metals and other resources. This industry can provide valuable resources for space exploration and on Earth, making it a potentially profitable and exciting development to watch out for. Previously, only a handful of nations and space agencies under operation by the US and Russia have successfully sent spacecraft to other planets. However, in recent years, other growing nations such as China and India have successfully launched missions to explore the Moon and Mars, followed by private companies such as SpaceX, which is also undergoing expansion and development of their own capabilities for space exploration. And that's it from all of us here at DC Debrief. This has been Azka, Mo, Anna, Mariam, and Musti. And a special thanks to all of the people working hard behind the scenes, Kumars and Aditi. And a massive thank you to Mrs. Ruddle and Miss McGuire as well. Thank you all for listening.